is Sue, and this is Runner Girls, a podcast about women brought together by a love of running. And it's May, and I'm so happy that it's May because April was a whole bunch of rain. <laughs> like, just like the whole month here was like rain. And I'm ready to be done with that. Of course, yesterday and today, May 1st and May 2nd, rain all day <laughs> here. So hopefully it's been better in Michigan. Um, we were on day seven of rain. Ugh. The sun did come out shortly for about three <laughs> hours yesterday in the evening. I was like, oh, I forgot what you looked like. It's so <laughs> nice. nice to have sunshine. And then I woke up this morning and it was gray again. Yeah. It's sad. Like, it's, I mean, it's fine. It's, you know, it was April. So, like, I was like, oh, yeah, April, April showers. That's fine. And I'm like, all right, now it's May. Let's wrap it up. (laughs) I have training to do. And I am sorry, but, like, I need to get out on the bike and the stationary bike doesn't cut it. And I need to get in the water for an open swim because guess who's sniffly again from swimming in the pool? (laughs) Like, I need to get outdoors. (laughs) And I'm going to be running again soon. So that's reason number three. Got three good reasons. May. I know. (laughs) I felt bad when I sent you that post from Women for Try. And I'm like, look at all these other people who also get sniffly from the pool. And yet there are no solutions. But you're not the only one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I have been trying something anyway. I started taking Claritin because on Reddit, people said that Claritin helped for them. So I took it like Sunday and then I went for a swim on Monday and it was like really bad. And then my boss is like, oh yeah, that takes a while. Like your body has to adjust. And I was like, okay, how long? (laughs) She's like, I don't know, a week? Well, it's been 10 days. Um, I swam today for the first time since that Monday. And I got to say, I am sniffly. I was sneezy, but it's definitely not as bad okay so that's promising I didn't swim for as long as I usually do because I was just kind of testing it but I think it's going to be better so um if I could just get through another few weeks until it's warm enough to swim outside I think I'll be okay I'm gonna try to get into the pool more often now that I feel like this is manageable And I also read that, I guess, swimming with a nose clip helps, which I bought and then I totally forgot to wear. So um, that'll be an adjustment because I'm used to breathing through my nose, but I think that'll help too. So I'll have to try to remember to use it. So how is life in Michigan? It's cold and rainy. I'm sad. Oh. I feel like we're about two months behind North Carolina because (laughs) the whole beginning of March was all, you know, rain and cold. Mm-hmm. And then when I left, it was finally starting. We were getting our sun back. We were getting normal weather. It was getting to be real spring and warming up. And we're just kind of getting sort of to that point now. And so I've already done this rainy grossness, <laughs> coldness. So I already it's been had months this. of rain for you. <laughs> yes, I already had this. And so here I am again with rainy coldness. You know what, Megan? It could be worse. Your person could be from Seattle. Yes. <laughs> which yes. rains like, I don't know, eight months out of the year. I would even take sunny rain. Honestly, it's not even the rain that bothers me. It's the cold and the lack of sun. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think sunny rain is a big thing, though, because when it rains, it's come from, coming from clouds, right? 
In Florida, it is. Yeah. Because of humidity, like the way the air pressure hits, it'll cause um, like sun showers. So it's full sun out and raining. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's madness. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful, warm, rainy madness. <laughs> Yes. And it's very steamy. I mean, that has its whole other host of issues, but at yes. least it's sunny <laughs> yes. and warm. But enough about my grumpiness with the <laughs> place I chose to move to, mm-hmm. because this is totally my choice and I did it to myself. Just keep in mind that this is spring where you are, right? And you had a long period of this rainy spring, but thats it's not going to be like that every year. You'll just have more cold and then you'll have the rainy period. <laughs> I don't know if this, I feel like I'm not helping any, so I'm going to stop while I'm not ahead. Um, hopefully you adjust. Yes. It'll um, be okay. Yeah. Do you have at least like beautiful like seasons and stuff there? Like foliage and whatnot? Is that a thing? Yes. Yes, it is. It's just their cold precipitation season rain and snow lasts a lot longer yeah so it'll start snowing in november and we got snow last weekend on saturday (laughs) it snowed in april the end of april we did too (laughs) that shouldn't even be a thing no i just listeners because you probably aren't from north carolina you probably don't have people who live there who are telling you how it's gorgeously sunny in 85 there because that's what all of my family keeps telling me and then they followed up with are you ready to move back (laughs) (laughs) so that might be partially why i am extra upset about the weather this week if it helps at least it's not 85 where you are because that is like brutal to run in so like true i mean you you tried running in florida and it it was miserable right I mean, you were probably better, more adjusted to it than I would be. But anytime it's hot and I have to run, like anything above 70, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I don't do well. <laughs> have you um, looked at the weather? I mean, you, you must have looked at the wet weather for Cincinnati this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be really nice. Well, no, I lie. Friday's going to be okay. Saturday, it's going to rain all day. And Sunday's going to be beautiful. Okay. So how were the temps Saturday? I thinking was, was lows in the high forties and it'll get up to 60 and sunny. Not while I'm running. It'll be like high forties while I'm running, but it'll be forties and sunny. And then Saturday was going to be like fifties to mid sixties and rain. Okay. Terribleness, but at least it's not 30 and rain. Yeah. It seems like it'll be, you know, not too cold, but yeah, you might want to have like, like a fleece layer or some, I don't know. Cause 50, you won't, don't want fleece. I don't know. Don't listen to me. <laughs> well, when I do the mile tomorrow night, it'll be about 65 between 72 and 65 and slight chance of rain. So it's just going to be humid because it'll have rained all day. So it's right. just going to be kind of muggy. Saturday, they're calling for between 7 and 10, 55% chance of rain. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's not great, but it's <laughs> it doesn't sound like you're going to get a downpour or anything. Yeah, and it'll be high 50s for those. 
And then it'll be, oh, they it warmed up. So it'll be between 52 and 54 and sunny while I run. It's going to be nice for the half. Yes. the It'll be straight sunny, low 50s. That's awesome. That's yeah. like perfect. Honestly, yes. like I wouldn't want any higher than low 50s. That's going to be awesome. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I'm excited for the weather because I've been watching it and it's fluctuated a lot. I'm super excited for your trip this weekend and we will talk more about that when we get to our training. Um, Things are good here other than all the rain. Anna's got prom this weekend, which is very exciting. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, She's a sophomore, but her boyfriend is a junior, so she gets to go to two junior proms. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we got her this um, gorgeous dress well it's like a two-piece because I guess that's I don't know kids do that now but it's like really like super long embroidered like beautiful white skirt with all these like gorgeous like flowers like it's so pretty she's like all excited now she's got her dress and she's got her shoes and she just dyed her hair today and I'm gonna take her to get her nails done this weekend it's all very girly (laughs) but um you know you only get one prom or you know, two proms at the most. <laughs> so I just want her to have a great time. My my prom was kind of a disaster because um, my boyfriend and I at the time like broke up like two days before the prom. <laughs> and then so I ended up going to the prom alone or with my friends. Like I wasn't alone alone. I had so much fun. But then like when I was dancing on the dance floor, like I really got into it. I like ripped the slit in my dress like all the way up to my thigh. And then <laughs> afterward, we all went out to like a diner after prom and uh, I spilled coffee on my prom dress. <laughs> Just like uh, it, was a, it was a disaster. I looked but like a mess. that shows you had a lot of fun too though. I totally had a lot of fun. Yes. I would not take that night back for anything. It was really, really great time. But yeah, I was just, I just still like want everything to be perfect for her, you know? So, so yeah. And, um, Ethan comes home next weekend from college. So that's great. I miss him so much. Like, I'm so looking forward to having him home. He's just, he's the best. And Jeff's back to work and things are going good at the pool. I'm getting a lot of hours there. Um, today was my day off, but I had training with a client today, so I did that, and she's doing awesome, so that was pretty good. And I have a lot to talk about training-wise, well, kind of a lot to talk about training-wise, so are you ready to move along and talk about our training? Yes. All right, awesome. Okay, so I will go first, because I don't have a big race coming up this weekend. Um, I, as you know, have been resting my hamstring so I haven't been running. And as of today, I'm just checking the countdown on my phone, even though I've looked at it like all the time all day. Um, I have seven days left of my resting (laughs) for my countdown. So it's been four weeks since I, or over four weeks since I last ran. And I was resting for five weeks. And I'm pretty sure now that my hamstring is completely recovered. So I did a little more research and the hamstring strain that I had was probably a grade one strain because it certainly didn't hurt me at all to walk on it. And like, I didn't like completely tear the muscle or anything like that. And apparently grade one strains only take like one to three weeks to heal. 
which is great. So um, I do feel like it's healed now. I've started incorporating some strengthening exercises and gentle stretching. I can tell when I stretch now that it like it doesn't hurt at all. Like when I when I pull on it, so it's it's fine. So it's good. Um, I did do some single leg deadlifts to help strengthen my hamstrings, and like I just realized, like wow. I've lost a lot of strength in resting them for a few weeks because I was sore for a few days afterward. <laughs> I'm like, holy cow, like both my hamstrings. And I only used like 10 pound weight. Like it was nothing. So I was just like, well, I've got a lot of work to do. <laughs> um, but I haven't been running and I've done a very little amount of training. So like I said, I was kind of waiting for the Claritin to kick in so I could... um to swim without being a congested mess. So I didn't swim again until today. Um, I did do a little bit of biking at the gym a few days ago when I was working out. Just a little bit of stationary bike as a warm-up. I hate the stationary bike. It's not comfortable and I can't stay focused on it for long. So I'm definitely going to get out this weekend for a bike ride for sure because Saturday is going to be not raining and 60 degrees. So um, I'm going to have no excuses and I'm going to do that and that'll be good. I'm hoping to get at least 10 miles. I'd like to get a little more, but I'm going to listen to my body. Um, Yeah, that's about it. Not too much going on. I've just been really focusing more on upper body work lately. So I've been doing, um, focusing on my push-ups and my pull-ups goals as part of my 40 before 40 list. So I'm up to like, four or five pull-ups consecutive and 10 push-up, 10 consecutive push-ups. So I'm getting stronger. It's just slow, <laughs> but it's fine. It's just giving me something to focus on. Like it's a, such an arbitrary goal to work on, but it's like, I need something that I can work towards right now. Um, but yeah, only a week left. And I, I don't feel like I have to rest, but I want to just to be sure. Um, I also had another issue there's always something, right? Um, so like the past like week or so, I've noticed that my left pinky toe is sore. And I, I have no idea why because I haven't been running. I haven't really been lifting. So I couldn't figure out why. And I was at the pool today. And I realized when I pushed off the wall of the pool, like, oh, that hurts. And I think it's just from that forcefully pushing off the wall and maybe just my tiny little pinky bone is so fragile like I don't know if I might have a stress fracture or something and I'm just like oh because it's time to start running again you know like I don't Mm -hmm. need this right now so I don't really know what to do and I kind of just want to ignore it (laughs) which is so terrible but it's like what am I just gonna rest for another six weeks like I don't I don't know so I'm gonna try to baby it (laughs) I don't know. Can I like tape it down? <sighs> yeah, I would tape it down. Yeah, I'll try that. Is it hurting when you walk? It's so slight. Like it's such a tiny thing. I just feel like if I do too much, it's going to make it a lot worse. But it's a pinky toe. Like I don't need my pinky, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just like, are you ki- like, really? I haven't been doing anything. Why am I so freaking fragile? Anyway, um, it'll be fine somehow. I'm doing this race. I'll tell you that. E- even if I have to like 
not run at all. Like, I still have to swim, though, right? I just got to not, like, push off the wall anymore. I don't know. I'll figure it out. It's happening, though. It is happening. (laughs) So that's where I'm at. My plan for this week is to bike more and swim more and do some more workouts and give it another week before running try taping down my toes um yeah that's where I'm at so Megan you've got a half marathon 10k 5k and a mile race this weekend is that right yeah 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 so how's your training for that been going uh great if you count I mean the two runs I did I'll be able to finish it sure I am not going for any time goals besides the mile race my goal is to get somewhere between 8 30 and 9 minutes oh yeah you'll be fine with that I bet yeah so that's just where I want to stay at my PR is 801 and I actually did it at flying pig but I was actually really well trained there so I don't think I'll be able to get there again if by some craziness I do woohoo I just no, I'm not really trained for that. So that's that's what I want to do. Other than that, I'm going for completion. Yep. Plan is to mostly walk the 10K, run, walk it. 5K is going to be whatever I can do, especially with the rain and everything. Just jog it, right? Yeah, yeah. Run, walk it. And then the half marathon, I'm going to set up intervals before. And I'm probably going to do like I did for my half in March and start with the three-hour pacer. I was going to say, that's the great thing about Flying Pig is those pace groups. Yeah. So in the three-hour pacer does intervals already. So we'll see how I feel. Depending on how I feel, Sunday morning will push me for either 245 or 3. I would say start with the three. And then if you're feeling good halfway, then pick it up. But then I'll be by myself again. So that's why I was like, yeah, but I'll know Sunday morning, which one to line up with. I'll know really before Sunday morning. So you said you've had two runs. I did. So both were shorter. They were both about two miles. So that's not anywhere going to do anything good for me for training. But certainly better than nothing. You're still working the muscles. That's something. Yes, and they were hilly, too. Well, yesterday's run was really hilly. So that was, uh, there's a park near me. I did my six and a half mile run there about a month ago and is kind of on a mountain-ish. It's not really a very tall mountain, but it is very up and down and there's switchbacks and stuff. So that's really nice. I saw deer and they scared me. (laughs) They scared you? Well, they were running really fast across the path, and the way they jumped at first, I thought it was mountain bikers, you know, like through the trail kind of in the woods. Okay. Well, and then I got, when I came around the corner and ran up to them, I saw they were deer. I was like, oh. And then one of the pretty deer just stood there and stared at me the whole time I ran by it. And (laughs) I I was worried it was going to get, like, scared of me and and run towards me. And I was like, that's ridiculous. But also... (laughs) Also, even if it runs towards you, what's what's it going to do? It's a deer. (laughs) It's going to run into me and then it'll break my leg. (laughs) 
and I'll fall because it's like a 300 pound animal. <laughs> okay. So obviously that did not happen, but it was one of those thoughts I had. Mm-hmm. So, but it was nice. I just kept moving. I was not well dressed for it. I dressed, but I thought it was warmer than it was because the sun was out. That didn't really help it. It was like high 40s, low 50s with wind. But because it had just been rainy, it really was not as warm as I thought it should be because the sun was out. Right. (laughs) So that's just what we got. But I'm excited to drive. It'll be a six-ish hour drive tomorrow. Yep. Are you going by yourself? No, my person's coming with me. Ben will be there. I was going to say Ben, but I didn't want to be wrong about his name. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then I was like, oh, I could probably say his name. He does have one of those. I don't have to. (laughs) So, um, yeah, he's going to come with me. So he'll get to hold all my stuff for me and he'll get to learn (laughs) what it's like for a long race weekend. Because he's only been at the one half that we just drove there overnight and then stayed. So he hasn't experienced it, but we have a nice Airbnb taking him to the expo. I really like the Flying Pig Expo. They they taped up my leg and fixed my leg for me. (laughs) And they had a lot of cool stuff. I I got a t-shirt. I wear that. um, I run Cincinnati or I, what was Mm -hmm. it? Something like that. I wear that all the time, that t-shirt. Yep. And I have a, I have a Bondi band from there. So many memories of the expo. We don't get expos here. So you appreciate a good expo, you know? (laughs) I know. I'm excited for that, too. I've been thinking about it. I'm like, oh, it's going to be an expo. There's going to be people and things there. Mm -hmm. So People and things. Yes. The expo I went to for my last half was one tiny room in a, like, hotel floor. Yep. It was, so there were like four vendors, but they were mostly just selling their stuff. And one was the running store in there. So it was not an expo at all. (laughs) That sounds like the expo for the um, Maine Coast Marathon when I first did that one. It was like four tables in a small room. (laughs) It's like, oh, this is interesting. (laughs) Yeah, they had more tables, it felt like, for them to hand out bibs than for the expo. Well, you know, Cincinnati will have a good one. Yes. I'm trying to think. I don't have anything else going. I was going to get out and run today on lunch, but it was raining and cold. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't have to. I'll be running tomorrow. I'll be okay. Rainy and cold just is not. I mean, parts of Detroit have flooding. Like cars were abandoned on the road. I heard on the, I read on an article yesterday because it's been just so long and we have all the rivers and lakes and stuff yeah in michigan so it just causes issues yeah um the pond that jeff's parents camp is on that we go up to every summer that was flooded here so it's it's just it's too much too much rain it's enough already right yes well, awesome. I am excited for your trip. I'm excited to hear all about your races. So we'll have so four race recaps next week. <laughs> so nice full show. That'll be fun. I hope you have a safe trip, safe travels, 
and good times with Ben in Cincinnati. And if you have time, you should go to that pie place and we drink are. A pink so beer. we have <laughs> we have friends with our plans with his sister who lives in Cleveland, which is like forty five minutes outside of Cincinnati. Yeah. So and she's dating a guy, I guess, who lives in Cincinnati. So when we knew we were going to be there, we messaged her and we're like, hey, we're going to be in Cincinnati. Do you want to meet up and get dinner? So she brought up, she's like, oh, we can do pies and pines. And Ben's like, oh, pie (laughs) Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to go there again. And um, he's like, so do you want to go? There's like a pies and pines place. I'm like, yes, I do want to go. Pizza sounds good. And he just looked at me. I'm like, I know that place. Oh, yeah. The Pies and Pints is the pizza place and Opayo is the pie place that yep. also has beer. <laughs> yes. Should go to both places. And the place for the crepes. <laughs> what was that? Ooh. I don't even remember what place that was. I don't either. I'm going to find it. I'm excited for the strawberry beer. <laughs> yes. So. Cincinnati is such a magical place. <laughs> yes. People that live there are like, are you nuts? <laughs> We just don't have these things at home. No, we don't. (laughs) Oh, awesome. I hope you have a great time. So I think that's about it, right? As far as our training goes and what we're up to. We do have a revised training plan because I was not happy (laughs) with the one. I, you know, I really wanted it to work, but it just seemed like too much. And we discussed that on the lot last podcast so I did take the training plan and modified it quite a bit so that basically it really doesn't look anything like it did before (laughs) and I'm interested to know what you think and if you are cool with this we'll probably end up putting it on the website under our training plan so right now I posted our original training plan that we had decided on the super simple 70.3 training plan. Um, This is obviously not really going to be that plan anymore because I've changed it quite a bit. So if you open it, you could see it's still six days of training, but each training day is only one workout. (laughs) So instead of the nine workouts originally, it's now six. So cut out a third of it Um, and also reduced the workouts quite a bit. So volume wise, it's a lot less. Um, I feel like it's going to be sufficient. There's three bike rides every week, and then there are three runs. So one of those runs is just a very short transition run at the end of the bike ride. So if you look at Tuesday's workout, this is just one workout. So it's biking for 30 minutes moderate with a one-mile transition run. So we'll do like a very short run at the end of a short bike ride every week. And that'll get us used to, you know, that transition going from bike to run. I like that a lot because I was slightly nervous about how late we were doing the transition. Yeah. 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 And this, because it's such short distances, I tried to keep the, like the weekday workouts to about an hour at the very most. Some of them, like in the later weeks of the training plan, they do go over an hour, but they're not like, you know, like two hour long workouts or like, two separate hour-long workouts either. So it's um, this is definitely more conservative. The swims, I started with much shorter distances in the beginning since you're basically starting from zero 
and I'm not really far up. Like I do a thousand yards at most, but like today I only went and swam 600. So I'm starting our shortest swim is going to be 600 yards, which is 12 laps basically. Okay. And then, so the bikes, the first few weeks, only like 30 minutes each. Um, runs are like three miles in the beginning, four miles for the long run. So it's a really simplified plan. I took out a lot of the sprints that were in the plan. I originally was going to try and incorporate those, but I just thought it, it really made things complicated and we can work with pacing in terms of, okay, this run is a moderate pace, whereas this run we're adding in some time at like a comfortably hard pace. There's also in like future weeks, there are time trials. So we'll be going at like a race pace or an all out effort for those runs, but they're like few and far between. So like sometimes some weeks we'll have like a time trial on a swim or a time trial on a bike or um, the brick workouts at the end of the training. There's like two real full brick workouts. Um, One is like three weeks out from the race and the other one is one week out from the race. And those are at race pace. So you can really get a feel for what it's going to feel like on race day. Okay. Um, The buildup, the run buildup for the long run is much more conservative. That was for me out of necessity (laughs) because I'm starting from zero right now pretty much. Um, So it's, it's a really conservative buildup, but we still get up to like 12 miles a couple of times before race day, which I think is adequate. And then the, the bike rides, the long bike rides on Saturday, those are, um, we're starting out at like 10 and 15 miles instead of like 20, which is what the plan initially called for. So we're getting less time at like greater distances. So like the original training plan had us going up to 60 miles, whereas on race day, we're going up to like 56. So in our training, I ha- I put us at 55 as our max bike. But, you know, I was going over the um, race courses and mm-hmm. the actual like course route and map my run comes out to be 53 miles. So... Mm. It's actually less. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> I I don't feel like we need to go up to 60 miles. And Well, it's going to be 56 no matter what, however map my run is. If it's like a certified 70.3 triathlon. I don't know. I, yeah, I it guess. has to be 56. Otherwise, it's not. A, they can't call it a half. Okay, well, regardless of what the actual distance is in our training, we're not going up to 60. I mean, you can if you want to. (laughs) No, no, I don't want to. I just got worried because then if we don't do 56 miles, we didn't do a half Ironman. We didn't do a 70.3. We did a (laughs) 67.3. You're like me in that you're like, you want to get credit for the whole thing. Yes. Um, Yeah, I'm less concerned about that because I just want to survive it. And I was actually relieved and I was like, oh, 53 miles, that's way better. I can make the cutoff. (laughs) But yeah, it's going to be fine. I think that, um, oh, and by the way, I don't know if you noticed this yet, swims, I cut down to one swim a week. But I thought that we could have, we have um, a one rest day, which is Monday, because a lot of people online said that you should have at least one day where you don't do anything. You know, I, I thought, you know, you could do an optional second swim on Monday or you could combine it Sunday if you wanted to do two workouts and do a swim on the run day. But I think, honestly, I really think one swim day a week is fine for what our target is. 
I'll be interested to hear how it goes for you at the pool, if you think that you need more time in the pool or not. But I know that I'm good with once a week because I just have to maintain and focus on, you know, getting the distance in. Whereas with biking, I need all the time I can get on the bike, (laughs) which is why we have three actual bike workouts. And the run, I think, is kind of conservative for a half marathon, whereas it's three runs per week and the, the Sunday long run, you know, that's standard. But one of the runs is a medium length run and the other one is just that transition run at the end of the bike, which starts out at like one mile and I think we only really get up to two. We could make it longer, but I don't know that I, I didn't know if I wanted to make it longer because it is like just really pushing the length of that midweek workout. And I just thought like, you know, if we're running three times a week, even just those couple miles are still going to help just, just to get, you know, using the legs. Plus we're having all that aerobic endurance from the biking and the swimming too. So I don't know. What do you think about that? I like it a lot. I'm a little bit worried about the lack of swim, but that's only because I haven't been in the pool yet. Right. So once I get to the pool and um, next Friday when I get paid, I'm getting my membership. Nice. So I'll at least have a week where I am in the pool beforehand. I think I'll be at least a little bit more comfortable. It's just it's I haven't ever really pool swam for distance. Right. So I did come up with a um two like two training plans initially. One was with one swim and one was with two swims. So I do have like the training plan with two swims. Um, I think if you just did, like if you wanted to add the second one in, you could do the Wednesday swim on Monday too. And that would be fine because basically Saturday and Sunday are both leg days. So it's biking and running. So if you're swimming on Monday, you're still resting your legs. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know how likely you are to keep up with aerobic activity every single day, you know, without feeling burned out. I almost feel like I'd prefer to do it every day because having a rest day, I'm more likely to like take more days off, I feel like. Whereas if I'm doing a little bit of cardio every day, then I feel like, all right, this is just what I do every morning. I get up and I work out, even if it's just an easy workout. So I don't know. I I really, really, really wanted to put a swim in on Monday, but I'm like, it's probably better to have one rest day. And I didn't want to freak you out with like, hey, we're working out every day. (laughs) But you could also add it in on one of your run days because if you swim on Wednesday and you run Friday and Sunday, you can easily throw a swim in on Friday and Sunday and you're still not doing back to back swims. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that'll work too. So I'm just, it'll have to see too how it goes that first week. Cause I might be like, okay, one swim a week is enough. And if that is, it's fine. But if I've end it feeling like I didn't swim enough, then I'll also know after that first week where I can, fit more stuff in without feeling overwhelmed, I guess. Yeah. Or overworked is more. Well, here's one of the things that I've learned in like training, like as far as like actually training the muscles go, like working out once a week generally is regarded as enough to maintain fitness, whereas working out two or three times a week is enough to improve fitness. So obviously for me, I feel like I just need to maintain with my swim Whereas I don't really, I could improve on it, but like 
that's the swim is such a short part of the race that it's not a priority. We're only going to be swimming for about an hour, whereas we're going to be biking for four and running for two and a half. So as long as I can get done in that hour, which I'm fairly sure I can, and I'm not a fast swimmer by any means. So I'm, I'm slow. Like where I work at the pool, everybody's faster than me and that's fine. Like I don't, I don't need to get fast. So I feel, I feel okay with that. And I know if we do improve our speed, it would help us to have more time in the race, but not by much. Like it might give us an extra 10 minutes if we throw in, you know, like two or three swims a week, it might shave 10 minutes off our swim time. And how much is that really going to help us overall on the bike? I mean, if it comes down to, you know, we're 10 minutes over the cutoff, then yeah, that could be an issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Is it really worth the effort? Whereas we really need to get faster. On, well, I need to get faster on the bike. I say we as in like I'm including. I don't really know where you're going to be at fitness wise. I know for sure I need to focus on the bike. And so my concern is that there's not going to be enough bike workouts. But I think there is because it gets up to about an hour by the end of the training plan. Did I send you all of the weeks, all the months? Yes. Yep. So it gets up to um, pretty heavy by the end because we're doing like an hour on the bike so like Thursday for example it says 45 minutes moderate and then 15 minutes comfortably hard so that's 60 minutes on the bike and then Tuesday is 45 minute bike within a two mile transition run so I mean this is is like some good quality you're working out for essentially an hour a day every day of the week and then Saturday and Sunday are even longer because Saturday you're going to bike 55 miles. So if you're not going race pace, it's going to take over four hours. Um, and then Sunday will be a brick of an hour and 20 minutes. So, I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of training time. I mean, typically for triathlons, like there are different levels of like the triathletes like gauge their, um, training in terms of hours, like some will go up to like 10 or 15 hours a week in training. Whereas for us, cause we're beginners, we're looking at like six to eight hours a week at the peak of training, which isn't a lot compared to them, but it's a lot compared to what we usually do in training for a running race. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like a lot. <laughs> so I think like when I was training for base state and I was putting in like 50 hours a week not 50 hours 50 miles a week if I was running like five miles an hour training or even six miles an hour then that was let's see 10 wait really 10 hours 10 or less well I guess I was putting in a good amount of time (laughs) so I don't know (laughs) I think it just feels it well I feel like there's too a lot more prep that goes into it yeah. too. Like there's more that's going to go into having to especially transition, get ready to swim and post swim and stuff yeah. instead of just running. The prep. Yes. So the transition, that's like a minimal part of the race. One will definitely need to practice, but it's such a short period of time that it's not like significant in the overall day. But, like, definitely something you'll need to practice. But, yes, prep. So, like, when I go to the pool to swim, I have to take a shower before I get in the pool because that's the law. 
and then um, you know, well, first get into my swimsuit. I got to get my swim cap. I got to get my goggles. I got to get my, got to remember my nose plug, for example. Um, and then getting all the gear, like if I'm going to use the kickboard and the pole boy, I got to get those, the paddles. Um, and then doing the actual swim. <laughs> and then afterward, I got to shower again to get all the chlorine off me. <laughs> so yeah, it's a lot more than, you know, just putting on your running shoes and going out for a run. And then same with the bike, you know, there's more to it. Are you okay with this plan? Like, Yes. Okay. I'm a lot more comfortable with it. It feels more familiar too. Okay, good. Good, good, good. I'm going to have to figure out when these weeks are. Yeah, I mean, I titled the weeks at the top. So you'll see like week 13 through 16, for example, is August 12th to September 8th. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't really write them like on the side because it didn't really fit in with Katie's nice layout that, yeah. <laughs> that she made for us. I was just, I have to go out of town for work for a week in July. Mm-hmm. So I was just looking at what it will be like then when I'm in Atlanta. Atlanta. Nice. Yes. It'll be hot, right? Yes. Did you decide on an Olympic to do? I... We'll probably do that one that's 30 minutes away. That was Tri... Tri Del Sol? No. Tri Millennium, probably. August 3rd, yeah. Because that one's really close to me. And I. that is where that big run hill is. Nice. And it's just really close to home. So it's like a 10-minute drive. Nice. So I don't have to worry about it. And I think the prices are slightly better. I did find a half marathon in that park. Nice. I was like, hmm. It's like two loops or something. So we'll see. When is that? August 25th. So it worked out for the previous plan. August 25th. What we were doing. So that's like, what, like a week or two before the race? Yeah. Yeah, like a week before the race when we have a brick workout. <laughs> Yeah, so it won't work now. Yeah. Well, no, I think it's the week of the run 12 miles moderate because the race is the 6th through the 8th. So the weekend before that would be the 1st. So the weekend before that would be the run 12 miles. So, yeah, it does work out. Yeah, that's perfect. You just have to bike 45 miles a day before. (laughs) It's got a marathon that goes on at the same time, so I would not be the slowest out there even with my 45 (laughs) miles the day before nice the things we think about now as this you know slower runner who bikes beforehand it's like hmm if i do it while there's a marathon going on (laughs) it will still be open yeah yeah longer course times yeah oh well that's cool um that's cool. I'm I'm not even thinking about doing a half marathon, even though this, you know, there is one during this race. <laughs> I will be doing one. <laughs> but like, as far as like separate races, that a first race that I was originally talking about doing this spring, that's this weekend. <laughs> My God, it's a good thing I didn't sign up for that one. <laughs> oh, well, I'm excited to start training. And looking forward to doing longer workouts. Like, you know, I, I feel like I've just been 
like I've been trying to like do stuff, but I feel like I haven't been doing much of anything. So like the little bit that I've been biking has just been a little bit here and there on the stationary bike, except for that one ride I've had. And then like swimming has been okay. Like normally I've been swimming like a thousand yards, like once a week and that's fine. Like that's probably where I'm going to be starting out, you know, so I'm okay with that, but Definitely need more biking and I need to get back running. Maybe I'll do some aqua jogging too. That'll help with my running recovery, I think. So maybe I'll do that at the pool. I never felt like it was very effective, the aqua jogging, but it certainly couldn't hurt, right? No, it can't hurt aqua jogging. And that's what they say to do for recovery and everything. Yeah, I did it before. I just felt like it wasn't the same. Like I wasn't running. <laughs> I was trying to, it just, it felt like it was like slow motion running. <laughs> I was like, is this doing anything? I don't know. Anyway, that's always an option too. It's just like, there's so many things that I want to do, but don't, I don't know how I'd fit it all in. Like, I'd really love to do some yoga, you know, that would really help with my tight hamstrings. But like, when on earth am I going to do that? Like all of these workouts are going to be before work every day. I don't know. Could you do it at night before bed? It would help you calm down for bed. Theoretically, but it's not going to happen because I made my schedule so that like I've been working a lot of like evening shifts. Like when I was waitressing, I was working evenings. When I was working at the gyms, I was working evenings. And um, I'm working evenings a little bit now at the pool. But I arranged my summer schedule so that I could be home. I could be out at four every day so I could be home and we could do family meals again because um, Ethan's going to be home this summer and like, I really miss doing that with my family, you know, like I want to be home for dinner. So yeah, I probably won't, I probably won't work out in the evenings. I'm planning on doing everything in the morning. And I also feel like in the times in the past when I planned on doing it at night, like it just didn't happen. So like, if I get it done in the morning, then I know that it's done. You know, if I put it off, I don't know for sure that it'll get done. Because it's like that with my diet. Like, I eat really good at the beginning of the day. And by the end of the day, it's like, oh, look at the cookies. And I, it's it's much harder to, to turn things down. There's this thing that I read, uh, like, we have, like, the, we get, like, this brain fatigue at the end of the day. Because our brains are constantly making decisions all throughout the day. So, like, our willpower is, like, stronger in the morning. Because at the end of the day, it's like, we don't want to, like make decisions or like restrict ourselves anymore so by the end of the day it's like ah whatever I'll have a cookie and be better tomorrow you know what I mean like I don't know I don't know if there's any truth to that but it feels true to me as a teacher I went through that a lot especially when I was teaching because you're constantly making split-second decisions all day that when I was finally done teaching I didn't want to have to make any decisions at all right yeah Hmm. And did you do a lot of workouts in the evening? (laughs) No, not really. That's when I was running more during the day. Yeah. Now my issue working from home is like inertia because I sit all day. Once I'm just sitting, I just will continue sitting and I don't get up and go. Right. See, that's why I think morning workouts are the way to go. And it's great that you have your lunch. Like you went out a couple times during lunch, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll do that again, especially, well... Like the run days I can, like uh, Fridays, mm-hmm. definitely will be an option. That's about the only one that's short enough. 
for well, my one hour lunch. Yeah, they're all about an hour at the most, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just the other ones. Well, some of the bikes I could do as well. Yeah. During the day, the shorter bikes, like the 35, those ones. Yeah. So swimming would be just a push because driving to swim and then coming back plus the swim. Right. Is not okay. But yeah, the early bikes. I was looking at the last month where the bikes get to be an hour and those won't work for lunch. But I could probably do it in the morning before work. Yeah. Yeah, I'm figuring out that's what I'm going to have to do. Like, I'm going to have to be going out at like 530 in the morning. And you know what? That's probably the best time to do it anyway, because in the summer, it's going to get hot. The later in the day, the hotter it is. So like, I have to get out early in the morning when it's cool enough to go. So it's just a matter of getting into that routine of getting up and getting out of bed. Whereas I like to lounge in bed and drink my coffee, but soon I'll be off of the coffee. So that won't be an option anymore. (laughs) So... That'll be good. All right. Well, I'm feeling pretty good about the plan. I hope that you are. I hope you can find a way to make it work for you because we're going to need to do the training. And it's going to be um, it's gonna be a lot. And it's necessary. <laughs> I feel like I'm always trying to drill that into you. Like, it's so <laughs> important that you do the training. <laughs> this one I really do know it is because we have strict cutoff times and the bike. I'm really really nervous yeah about I'm really scared about like not scared necessarily but like I guess because like how long it's going to take to do the whole thing it's gonna take so much out of you like physically like that ultra marathon that I did you know that was six and a half hours this is gonna be an hour and a half more than that it's gonna be I'm gonna have to train for this more than I've ever trained for anything and I need to get faster on the bike, so I'm really going to have to put in that time. And that's assuming that we make the cut-off times. Because <laughs> if, if well, for whatever reason that doesn't happen, we'll be out there even longer, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just a lot. So I'm getting to be an old lady now where it's like, I don't know if I want to do it anymore. Like, just the pushing I like the exercising and I like running things easy. Like I like keeping the workouts really easy. Just like that's why like I don't like doing the the little race like the 5Ks and the 10Ks anymore because I just don't want to work that hard, <laughs> you know? So, but I I want to do this and I'm planning on doing it and I'm going to do it. And you'll be there too. Yes, it'll be great. It will be. All right. So that's that's about it for the training plan. I'm going to put it up on the website under um, the training link on runnergirlspodcast.com. And we are going to start training May 20th, I believe. Yep. So it'll be a couple weeks after your race and that'll be good. And I am super excited for you this weekend going to Cincinnati. You're going to have so much fun and I can't wait to hear about it. And I hope your trip goes well. Me too. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm so excited. I'm sad there's no runner girls there this time. (laughs) Oh, before I forget, did you see that Garmin came out with new stuff? No. Okay. Well, they came out with a couple new watches. That's whatever. Fine. I'm not as interested in that. Okay. They came out with for the app like Garmin Connect if you have any kind of Garmin watch they came out with a period tracker (laughs) okay so but it's actually really cool because they take into account like you'll be 
able to track your calories and stuff if you're a calorie tracker over your cycle and see if you eat more during different parts in your cycle and then you can plan for that or see like as your cycle because it goes through the whole cycle and you can see training for your different cycle yeah and it reminds me of when we had Dr. Carp on talking about women and their cycle and everything and it just ties it into your Garmin which if you're using it to track your data at all now it also ties in your cycle with it yeah I didn't replace my Vivo Active yet which I really want to because I love that about like tracking my my steps and the calories burned in my sleep and all that information and I linked it to my fitness pal and was like tracking my food through that and so it is cool to have that like cycle information too I do use an app to track that stuff just so I can tell like oh I'm like definitely ovulating today like not that I'm trying to get pregnant or anything but I know how my hormones are affected for example like I get really hormonal obviously before my cycle but I also like start craving like junk food really badly like it's like right now like um my I'm PMSing like angry all the time or like emotional or like crying during survivor and I want to eat all the cookies you know (laughs) like totally when my progesterone is high and I'm about to start my cycle again and then during my cycle like my body temperature comes down, I'm able to exercise better. And then the week after it's like, that's the best time to exercise because I can control like my body heat. (laughs) It's really interesting. Like I learned so much like from that one interview and that book running for women. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that's, I, I think more people should know about like, how your hormones affect you and how you are affected by your, you know, we've covered all this in the past, but it's so helpful to know these things that I can realize like, hey, I'm actually not depressed. I'm just having like this crazy spike in hormones today, which is probably what happened for me last Thursday. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's good to know how those things can affect us. So that's cool that Garmin's incorporating that. So I'll have to look into that. I need to get, I need to get a new watch that does that stuff because um i'm currently running off my garmin forerunner 10 the fr10 like my first running watch which is very basic but you know what this is the only watch that cooperates for me in the pool which is crazy because it's a running watch but yeah my both of my triathlon watch triathlete watches that like track swims both of those failed me in the water, but this one works. <laughs> so it's the one I used in the pool today. And I just used the lap counter on it. But there was a girl at the pool that had like this little like ring thing that had like a clicker. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, it's a lap counter. So every time like she gets back to the wall, she just hits the button on this little ring thing and it just tracks her laps. I'm like, that's so cool. I need one of those. I was going to say, they came out with new Garmin Vivo Actives. Yeah. Uh, But also, I was looking on eBay, and you can get one on eBay used that is affordable. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've kept my eye on them. So I have considered that. We just, we don't have the money right now Mm because, you know, two teenagers and whatnot. But yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I keep thinking like, oh, I should get another watch. And then at the other, on the other hand, I'm like, you know what? I don't need it. I don't. Like, I just want it. <laughs> I'm fine. Like, I can track my runs with the watch watch that I have now. Like, I can track my swim. It's fine. I don't need to know my heart rate while I'm running. 
It's nice to know, but I don't need to. And my Jabber earbuds just quit on me the other day. That's frustrating no! too. I know. I've, like those are my like awesome earbuds, and they've been so great. And I don't know why. Like I've been using them daily. <laughs> Maybe that's why. But um, no, just one day, like I had charged them, and then I went to use them, and then nothing happened. And I was like, oh, that's weird. So I was like, maybe they're dead again. So I charged them up again and nothing had. They light up when they're charging. So they're charging, but I don't know what's going on. So I have no idea what my heart rate is, but it doesn't matter because I know that I'm not fit enough to have it be reliable at this point anyway. It'd be all over the place. So not doing any heart rate training this time around. But good to know about the Garmin watches. And I will keep that in mind when I am ready to upgrade to a new watch. All right. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we need to cover. Boston Marathon was a couple weeks ago. Did we talk about that? I don't know. I didn't. We didn't. I didn't really. I didn't end up watching. It. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, there's huge controversy with the London Marathon right now. Why? So the back of the pack runners, they set up, they chose, and put out official sponsored seven hour thirty minute pacers, which is like a sixteen seventeen mile. Okay. And then as this pacer is going, they didn't have water stops. They didn't have course support. They were almost kicked off the course multiple times. They were moved after, I guess, the first two miles to the sidewalk. And this is an official pacer. So it's not like she was just back of the pack. Like she was the pacer for this pace group. Right. And they were, uh, I assume they were on track for their Yes, their like because in the first mile, they were moved to the sidewalk and out of the course. They had to dodge traffic. Like, I guess there's a big bridge you run over in the London Marathon, which is kind of iconic. The London Bridge? I think it may not be the London Bridge, but there's a bridge you run over that is very well known in the London Marathon. And they were dodging other cars and people yeah. during this during like their photo op and everything. So if they're not like shutting the course down at a specific time, like they, that's something that they tell you, like with the course cutoff time, like after this, this time, there's not going to be any course support. If you're having a pacer to help people finish. I mean, I got to wonder, like, did they establish a cutoff time of seven thirty, or was it something else? They, from what I gathered, Although the London Marathon did not tell her this, it was 7.30 from, like, gun time. Okay, so we, they obviously they started well after gun time because they're the very yes. back of the London Marathon runners. Like, how many yes. hundreds or thousands of runners were there? Yeah, that's – I mean, that's awful. Like, you got to support – like, if, if you're – I don't know. That's hard. I mean, with a major city like that, that's going to be so hard to like even organize that. But you got to have support if you're going to have like official people on the course, right? Yeah. And I guess there were ugly things said to her from other pacers and other officials and oh, everything. Really? Too. Yeah. It was not just overall. It was a terrible experience. And I guess she knew one of the organizers and like she called them up and they were just very blase about it and she was trying to tell people like she's got her whole thing for the pacing the like her flag that she carries the whole time and everything and they just were not even caring huh i know it made me sad to read yeah i mean especially I've, where i've been back of the pack before and i've not had any 
support. I've been middle of the pack in a marathon, my only marathon, and not had any support. <laughs> yeah, we're very minimal. Right. I mean, I think that like the, probably the worst experience I've had was when we ran um, the superhero half and they just didn't have water at the end for us. Like then they had it on the course, but like at the end of the race. So there's like there's no water and a guy's walking off with a case of what I don't even remember what it was. But it's like, are you kidding me? Like we just ran and we have no water. But that that wasn't like with an official pace group or anything like that. And I don't I don't even remember if there was like a cutoff time for superhero or not. No, there wasn't, because I remember talking about it in the recap, because we said there was no given cutoff time. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. We, and I know we finished, we weren't, there were people who finished after us, too, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's rough. I mean, that was a smaller race. You would think with the London Marathon, there would be more support. Yes. Wow. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> that's sad. Well, we all know that things will go well in Cincinnati because they're very organized and they got everything all figured out. They're, it's so well run, Flying Pig. I get to cross the finish swine. <laughs> the finish swine. <laughs> Are you going to wear your bacon and eggs headband? Of course. I have it with me. Um, I have to wear my pig headband and I'm going to try to get another one. Like one of the actual flying pigs. Yeah. Oh, cute. I'm not going to wait till the second day and they're all gone again. And I assume you're going to wear pink. Yes, I have a couple <laughs> pink already picked out. I have my pink shoes that I'll probably wear Sunday. It just depends on rain situation. Because I might, if it rains, well, I have two pairs of shoes. But if it rains Friday, then I don't want to put wet shoes on again right. on Saturday. Yeah, you should bring both shoes, both pairs. Bring like yeah. four pairs because you're doing four races. <laughs> I only have two pairs. Okay. And at least the two races are back to back on Saturday. How do you only have two pairs? Like I have like 20 pairs of shoes. <laughs> of course, I because don't run in all of them. I, yeah, I only have two pairs of good running shoes because I just gave up my older running shoes. I donated them. Like yeah. you can donate pairs of running shoes to a place before when I was moving and trying to purge. I did that. And then my last extra pair I wore to the muddy hurricane race back in September. And they just got yuck. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's going on with my shoe situation. I've gone through my pairs that I had been hoarding. <laughs> you still got the Christmas ones? Yes. I think I left those in North Carolina. Oh. With I know. I'm sad. I think I left. But you'll go home for Christmas, right? Yes, I'm actually, I think I'll go see them in July. So just a little bit longer and I'll get those. Nice. Because I haven't found them in all my shoes. So I'm thinking they got left there. Mm. Or they could be in one of those boxes that you haven't unpacked in a while. <laughs> also true. <laughs> all right. Well, awesome. I can't wait to hear about all of your races next week. I can't wait to talk about them. So yay. Yay. What are you going to do this weekend? Get outside and run. Yay! <laughs> Yay! All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. If you want to share anything, comments, questions, or your runs, you can email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast. Tweet to us at runnergirlsshow. Tag us on Instagram at runnergirlspodcast. Or call the hotline at 207-200-3297. 
Download episodes at runnergirlspodcast.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening. Now go outside and run.